episode 82 of the Great Escape Minute, the daily podcast where we dig into the Great Escape one minute at a time. I'm Rob, and joining me again today is Brian Lockhart from the Marine Corps Movie Minute. Welcome back, Brian. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for letting me stay, I should say. Ah, well, I, I figured we had a nice time yesterday. We might as well, uh, you know, try and keep it going. We'll, 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 we'll play each day as it goes. You know, I'll, I'll decide each day if I want to let you come back tomorrow or not. Well, I appreciate it. And of course, and if it gets a little rough for me, I'll just kind of dig my way out. There you go. Just make sure you don't get caught. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Episode 82 begins with Sedgwick jumping out of the window and goes all the way to Henley shouting out orders. So as as we mentioned, the, the tag end of yesterday's episode, we, we get to see uh, Sedgwick the primate, you know, perched on his windowsill and then he jumps out. Now, it makes you wonder why he's going to walk around completely barefoot. You know, we, we it, right now we know it's July, so it is hot. You know, it's also the the early morning. My assumption is this that they did Reveille quite early. It's probably you know around I would say around six o'clock. I mean, according to what I just checked up, the sunrise in 1942 on July 4th was at 5:38. Oh, actually, that's actually not in Germany though. Probably should should check that. Or actually, they're in Poland. That always confused me, as, you know, watching this when I was younger. Like, I always thought that they were in Germany, and then I found out in real life this, this camp was in Poland. Yeah, right. It was in Sagan, Poland. So in, in 1942, uh, sunrise in Warsaw was at 420. Wow. Oh, so it, it's, that's pretty early then. It, this is probably a good 5 o'clock in the morning. You know, they, they got up pretty early, I bet. Yeah. Seriously. Oh, that's, that's really interesting. And if this was in 1943, sunrise. But again, we can we can base it on the fact that you know, if uh, sunrise in 1942 was at 4:20, it's going to be pretty close to that. Yeah. Uh, 4:49. How's that? So uh, actually, we'll 4:49. 4:49 in, in 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 Germany. So okay, it's probably around the same time, but that that's still pretty early. So I'm assuming that this is like probably around six o'clock. It makes sense. You know, they're going to wait. Uh, let, let people sleep a little bit. It is July Fourth. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. It's decently bright out. Like it's not the sun just was peeking through. It's been up for a little bit there, at least based on filming. <laughs> right. No, actually, that, that actually makes me me curious to know what time sunset would be at these times of because you know was sunset. No, sunset was still pretty late. It was at seven o'clock. Mm. No, sorry, it's even later. It, it's at nine o'clock. These are That's long, a long days. <laughs> Seriously, you know, for uh, you know, they, they've, they've wow. That means they they don't, they didn't have that much nighttime to to be uh, dealing with all their digging and stuff like that at the, in July. Even right, though the real right. the real escape took place in March. Yeah, I which is no, that that's interesting though. I mean, think about it. That's a day that goes from four a.m. till nine p.m. So they basically only had seven hours of of darkness. Yeah. Good thing. Good thing they were they were digging underground. <laughs> Right, right. Actually, that also means that when when later on in the movie when they have the escape, that means they all have to they only have seven hours to to get out. Also, yeah. Although, if you base it on um, real, you know, if you do, you do real life and then you talk about like this now, it was like five o'clock in the morning, five thirty in the morning, I think when when the uh, when the last person got out because he was spotted by the guard. And on in this movie, it was dark out. <laughs> so right. I do wonder if it's like, 
well, maybe I don't know because it, it is like a nice spring day <laughs> when they show them going about the town, the time. But you know, here, like, so I guess it's supposed to be shortly after this is when it comes to a head, right? I'm, I'm guessing it, because it's, it's they're a few weeks from now. Yeah, there. That's this is. There's a double. There's a double meaning behind this celebration. Uh, you know, it's not just the Fourth of July and having a having a fun time at the British expense. They they specifically say they're going to have a drink to Tom. Exactly. You know, I think they're just like blowing off some steam after all this hard work they've done and kind of getting ready for um, what's what's to come next. You know, true. under the guise of Fourth of July party, and again, they're taking the piss out of you know their their British. Um, fellow soldiers and, 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 you know, because it's, you know, up with the rebellion, you know, <laughs> up with exactly. the rebels down with the, I think this is great. I love this stuff. <laughs> yeah. No question about that. Right. So we, we see them walking through the compound. They walk in between the barracks and stuff like that. And then, then, then you have a door open with Ramsey, Roger and uh, Mac coming out. And so they have a, a small little thing to say about it, you know, <laughs> and Ramsey goes, what the devil is this? <laughs> just to, to yeah. show that, 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 you know, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> right, right. Well, that's what I like about it because they come off as the traditional stuffy, you know, blue blood type of, you know, British person and, and you know, proper is what I should say. And exactly. here's these, you know, you know, rebel rouser Americans, you know, starting up some – like, what – what, what, what you know, it's like what's going on like we this i didn't approve this i have no idea what's going on and here you know here these guys come in making jokes you know you know about their shared history i guess exactly. you know <laughs> yeah for sure and so then henley invites him he goes gentlemen you're invited for free drinks at the wash tank <laughs> which is <laughs> it's funny that it's basically you know you know we have this uh the you know the place where we all can can wash up. That's where we're gonna give everyone drinks. Right. <laughs> well, it's a common area, and they all know where it is. <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm assuming that they know where just about every place is in this. Uh, yeah. Compound. yeah. Compound uh, and honestly, too, that's it's. Sorry, go ahead. It won't take them that long to to go through the whole compound and figure out where everything yeah. is. <laughs> no, not at all. But I mean, that's it's also a, a, a common area where it wouldn't be. Uh, unusual for them all to be gathered, right. you know. That's I'm sure. Sure, I'm sure. Yeah, the, the guards would. Be, I mean, I'm sure they're wondering why they're doing what they're doing, but they the guards they were sleeping. They didn't wake up yet from. Well, the, <laughs> that's true. From from the explosion yesterday. You know, yeah, maybe you tomorrow know. they'll wake up. Maybe, we'll, maybe. we'll have to see. <laughs> and then Hiltz mentions, you know, it's the Fourth of July, a little present from the colonials. And then Goff <laughs> is able to get his 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 uh, his word in and goes down the British. <laughs> up the rebels <laughs> you know Mac Mac then agrees with him quite, quite right <laughs> and then Henley goes ah, and a little drink to Tom yeah and then Hiltz responds and to getting home yeah which you know you you think that uh, I mean Hiltz is, is tried the most out of everyone to get home <laughs> he really needs the luck at this point <laughs> no kidding <laughs> you know, get there and then, you know, formally, Ramsey has to accept. And then his response, as you said, is, up the rebels. And then, <laughs> and then Goff has another one of his lines, down the British. <laughs> I, I've always loved Goff. I mean, he's just a fun character. He's, he's, I, I, I've referred to him numerous times as the, you know, the, 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 the extra that they decided to give lines to. 
<laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have much to do. He's always on the sidelines. He has a few things just, to throw out here and there and stuff like that. Yep. He's just kind of there, but he's good. <laughs> exactly. And then if you noticed, they actually – the uh, direction the, – the, the way the three of them are standing actually now has changed. You know, yes. you have uh, – you still have Goff in the middle, but at this point it's because they did the about face yesterday where basically, you know, now you have Hiltz on the left and Henley on the right as opposed to the way they were standing originally. But it's still not the proper – oh, wait, actually it is. It is the way that it is in the in the picture, in the spirit yeah, of the picture. No, no, sorry. Um, it's, no, it's, no, 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 because yeah. Goff should be on the right. So, no, 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 they, they didn't, you know, they, they didn't switch yeah. that around. What they did was they just left them, uh, you know, they switched the order around, but that's it. Right to left, to left to right. Well, it's called – it's the spirit of 76. It's not the accuracy of 76. That's so true. It's good. That's right. That's right. Wait, wait. And this is, this is the moment, too, when they're marching up that you see that Steve McQueen, and I'm assuming this is a Steve McQueen thing and not a you know character thing where he, he messes up playing the, the flute or the fiddle, and he pulls it down and kind of wipes his mouth and puts it back up again. Well, because he's really not doing it. No. My assumption is <laughs> no, he's that, that someone else is doing the, the actual – he actually – I love how he turns it around as if he's got the wrong – he's about to put the wrong end. Yeah. <laughs> he's got to flip it around. Now, and, and if you notice, too, when they stop um, playing, the the song continues because it's I, it's supposed to be all the British guys whistling Yankee Doodle right. with you know along with them. I don't actually think they're actually whistling. It does seem more of a soundtrack type thing, but I thought that was I, I like that little bit where like, no, no, they're they're into this. They're they're on board. They're join they've joined the Pied Piper and they're heading the, they're heading out to get a drink, you know. <laughs> right, because they don't um, even know what they're in for at this point. They're just following the you yep. know, they're, they're they're there to see what's going on, what's the you know, what's all the the rustle the the, the you know what, what's going on and what what they're all doing here. And then Henley formally invites him to, them to join them. He goes, "Gentlemen, if you just follow us, we'll take you yep. to the booze." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And now, are you familiar at all with the you know the the history behind Yankee Doodle the song um, or Yankee Doodle a Dance? Bit, but why don't you enlighten us all? All right. Well, I had first learned this. I took my kids to like this. Um, history uh the, this revolutionary war like day constitution day type of thing where it was like these reenactors and they they have this camp they actually do like a summer camp for kids and they come to the schools but they you could just go and hang out with them and it was all things revolution and one of the things they demonstrated was the music of the time they fired some muskets and they fired some cannons it was really awesome <laughs> but one of the things that they explained and i later looked it up to verify this that yankee doodle was a an insult that the British played against their American allies during the French and Indian War. So the way it was kind of explained to me was that the Americans would show up to fight alongside regular British army uh, against the French and Indians, and they would show up. They didn't know how to march. They sometimes would show up without their own weapons. If they did have their own weapons, it was you know just a musket for fighting. You know, or not fighting for. For hunting, you know, they were just ill-equipped, and they were a bunch of uneducated, you know, rebel rousers, basically. So, at the camp, they started playing Yankee Doodle to insult them because a Yankee was obviously the Americans, and a Doodle at the time was a fool, country hick, and a, 
Yeah, and a dandy was like a, a you know a fancy person. Right. So they were saying that like, oh, these guys are so dumb. Like, that's the whole thing behind the like st- stuck a feather in his hat and called him macaroni. Like he's so dumb, he thinks because macaroni. That was there was a whole thing about that about like like well, these rich and fanciful British guys, you know, they would tour, they would travel Europe, and they come back and be like, oh, look how you know I picked this up in Italy, and they. would macaroni was like a saying but they were saying oh these dummies just put a think a think a feather is macaroni <laughs> they think he's being fancy but they're so dumb that they're not well so so what really kind of takes a, a turn why i think it, i think this is what makes this you know story awesome is in, in in the first battles of the revolutionary war um in lexington you know mm-hmm. uh yeah and Battle of Lexington and Concord. Yep. <laughs> they, they, when the when the Americans were formed up and the British were now you know coming in, filing in their ranks, they started playing Yankee Doodle to say like, "Hey, look at these dummies here." They were insulting them yet again now, <laughs> and this time it's no longer brotherly love. You know, it's like, "Oh, we're, we're teasing you." No, we're insulting you. Well, the, the legend has it that when the British had to retreat back to Boston, back, back to the safety of Boston, the Americans started playing Yankee Doodle saying, hey, guys, guess what? You just got beat by a bunch of doodles, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. and, and supposedly, now I had heard, the thing I had heard was that, like, th- throughout the war, if that, that would often get played whenever the British were, if the Americans did defeat them. I do think it makes more sense that initially here, because based on it was the back and forth between the two sides, and nobody thought it was going to kind of escalate to the way it did at the time. Uh, but supposedly at the Battle of Yorktown, when the British were surrendering, supposedly there was some some people playing Yankee Doodle then too, basically saying, hey, like, you're just surrendering to a bunch of doodles. So uh, witnesses claimed that that was being... Uh, played in Yorktown as well. Wow. So that is so there's yeah, I love I love that. I'm like, oh, that 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 song is like not just a fanciful kid song anymore to me. It's like, it, you know, obviously it's an American song, but it's it's it has a different meaning to to me now whenever I hear it. And I think it's great that it was played here <laughs> with the Americans and the British doing their little back and forth. I mean, obviously they're it's it's brotherly. Your camaraderie here, um, but I do like the little fact that they're kind of teasing the fact that they're rebels. And yeah, yeah. now yeah. now you mentioned what what Doodle and Dandy were, but but where does Yankee come from? Do you know that? You know what? I actually tried to look that up, and I mean, I didn't do a lot of research on it, but they basically said nobody's really sure where, where the Yankee came from. They think it came from maybe some like a twist on a word from like the Dutch or something like that. Right. Okay. I re- I read that also, but I also read that it's that it's that it possibly comes from a Cherokee word, ianki, mm. which means coward. Okay. Which again would would fit in with 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 the tale you just you know told us about where where the song originated from because that would make sense that they'd be calling them you know you're you're a coward yeah. and you're you're a conceited jerk. You're, and what was the third thing? You're an idiot, basically. <laughs> you're an idiot. Yeah. Exactly. You're you're a country. You're, you're a coward, a country hick, and a conceited jerk. Yeah, that, that's about right, but except for the cowardness. <laughs> yeah, we're conceited. No, we're that's, doodles. That's just and, fascinating. Yeah, I, I love it. Um, I think that's great, and actually, that makes more sense. Uh, like you said, the, the Yankee, where that that it, it means that, and I, I'll go with that because again, I to me, Yankee was just a baseball team growing up. You know. <laughs> yeah. No. Of course. Of course. It's still a baseball team. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
Not just growing up. <laughs> doesn't uh, doesn't matter how old you are. <laughs> right. So they, they, they do their about face, and they start walking back through the compound, and then you have the, uh, one of the barracks doors opens up, and you see Colin come out. And, and Colin is just hilarious. You know, Donald Pleasance. You know, he's he, he's got his pajamas on. He has a jacket on over his pajamas. You know, he's got his flight hat on, and he, he's still carrying his little uh, cup, you know, that, he, that he's drunk tea in earlier uh, in, in the, the movie. So it's just really funny watching him. You know, everyone else is coming in. They're, 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 they're tucking in their pants, and they're, he's still in his pajamas. And, and he's got such a satisfied smile on his face, too, which is great. Like, he's awesome in this movie. <laughs> Which which makes me wonder if, if Henley told him about this, you know, because they're roommates. Yeah. You know, did he mention to him, did he say, you might want to be ready on on uh, July 4th morning because we got a little surprise for you. Well, he does have his cup at the ready, even though, he, like, as you said, he, he, he has it, you know, throughout the movie. But still, he does come out with it. Not everybody else does. So. That's right. He, he's he knows yeah. he's supposed to be bringing the cup. Yeah. yeah. Now, what they, they, you know, they reach the water tank and they put down their, their, their instruments the music still keeps going. Yeah, <laughs> as you said before. Yeah, yeah. I think it, I think it's supposed to be everybody is whistling along to the to the tune. I, yeah, even though it doesn't look like anyone. Correct, <laughs> correct. And it doesn't really sound like like it was happening in real time. I think that's the intention behind it. Yeah. No, but again, you know, keeping keeping the music playing in the background uh, helps the, the atmosphere of the scene. And then we have Henley begin to, to start talking, and he says, all right, let's line. And that's it. It's the end of this minute. Yep. All right, you have anything else for this minute? No, I really don't, but I did hear there were some free drinks over at the wash stack, so if you need anything else. Not yet. Oh. Not yet. you got to wait. you got to wait till tomorrow. <laughs> that's true. That. So, you see, see, Brian, you have to come back tomorrow ah, to get see, some of those drinks. I knew I had to be on my best behavior because I knew there was a reward waiting for me. See, I got the tip off go. like Donald Pleasance. I knew it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. I don't have anything else for this minute. All right. So why don't you tell everyone uh, once again how they can get in touch with you? Uh, I'm currently with the Marine Corps Movie Minute podcast, and, uh, you know, we can be found um, uh, where every podcast can be found pretty much, uh, you know, all the usuals. And, and uh, But if you want to interact with us, we're at uh, MCMM underscore podcast on Twitter if you want to find us there. All right, great. And while you're doing that, you can go rate, review, and subscribe on any podcatcher they might be using to listen to this show. You can uh, reach us on Twitter at Great Escape MXM. Our Facebook group is The Cooler. Our website's TheGreatEscapeMinute.com. And you can send us an email at TheGreatMinute at gmail.com. Until tomorrow, tally ho. Tally ho.